welcome to the Moms on Maternity YouTube show and podcast. My name is Amy Cruz, and today we have on Amy Ravishandran. She is the mama to two girls and the founder and CEO of Abundantly Social, which merges PR with social media. How are you, Amy? Good. How are you? I like the way you spell your name. You took my opening line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because I won't, when I had emailed you, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've never met anyone that spells their name the same as mine. So I was I, like, okay, we're kindred spirits. I totally thought the same thing. I saw your name and I was like, I have never interviewed anyone who spells their name just like me. So have you loved spelling it that way your whole life? I, yeah, I love it. It's different. And so most people, you know, they just spell it A-M-Y. And so I, I'm just in the habit now of I'm like, it's A-I-M-E-E. If you want yeah. to be real technical, it's the accent grab over the first E, but you know, <laughs> we won't get that technical. That's, that's so. cool. Awesome. Yeah. So I can't believe you have two uh, very young girls right now. They're 13 months apart. How old are they right now? Yep. So they are two and one. And you've had your businesses since before they were born? I have. Yeah. So I've actually had Abundantly Social. It's coming up on its fifth year and we merged with the PR company. This will be our one year anniversary of them merging with us. So Okay. So you've been a business owner well before having children. I know a lot of us make the change after we have our kids in a way. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was definitely something that uh, my husband, when we got married, he decided to go back to school and he went to the University of Houston. So we moved. Well, you know, I'm from San Antonio and we moved to Houston and I was already kind of working for the PR firm at the time. And I was, you know, I just graduated from college and everything like that. And so then it just, you know, I got used to working from home and I was like, I can't go back to an office life. I like the way. So I just, I made it work. I mean, he went to school full time and I, you know, really loved social media. I've been doing it for so long that I was like, you know, we're just going to take the risk and dive. You know, I didn't have, I mean, I had bills and stuff to pay, but it wasn't, a big overhaul you know it wasn't kind of like a it's like a do or die kind of moment I was like if now if I'm gonna take the risk now's the time to do it oh, so. I totally understand that yeah so how did the business um change as you got pregnant and had your girls um well I do a lot of video and you know pitching and all kinds of stuff to people and so when I got pregnant with my first all of my clients are just like, they just took my whole like pregnancy and they were all were in, they wanted to be on the ride with me. And, you know, they're all, a lot of them are older. And so when I had my daughter, they felt like they had their a granddaughter or great granddaughter. So they asked me all the time about her, how I was doing, mm -hmm. if I would take off, you know, they'd be like, is everything okay? So it was, it was, it was fun because I had my own family and then I had like my client work family. And so it really was very like welcoming. I felt really supported because it was a scary time. Like my husband had, he was getting ready to graduate and we were moving and he was starting a new job and like everything happened within three months. My husband graduated, we bought a house, we had my daughter, you know, from May to July. And so it, it was hectic and crazy. So to have the extra support was really, it was really nice and, and yeah, it sounds like you've been really lucky um, and well-deserved to have a, a great mentor um, in your career at an early age. Will you tell us a little bit more about that person? Yeah. So her name is Sandy Lawrence and I worked with her when I was in my junior, senior year of college. I kind of started working for her doing social media and just helping her out. And it kind of just grew 
where she gave me more and more responsibilities. And when I moved to Houston, you know, she was getting older and she really needed someone to kind of help manage a bunch of the clientele and technology base and everything. So she could just go to meetings, you know, back when we did in person, COVID, COVID wasn't around then. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, once I moved to Houston, it just, she showed me a bunch of the way things worked and, you know, she was working with real estate agents and small businesses and entrepreneurs and authors. And then she kind of, you know, changed the direction and decided to go in the author community and really help authors. And so, my love for authors really grew from her. And so when she decided to switch gears and not do PR and stuff for authors anymore, you know, she kind of just decided, she called me up one day and she was like, hey, I've decided to retire and I want to leave everything to you and I'll mentor you if you need help. And, you know, so it was just, she really is, I call her my, she's like my grandmother. She's my kid's great grandmother's how I called her. So I've just made her adopt me as one of her grandchildren, but she's fantastic. The love and everything that I have and passion for authors came from her. So So how do you get it done? How do you manage your business and, you know, have the, the, the two young baby girls at home? Um, well, uh, it's constantly changing and how to do it, the older that they get. Um, I had, it was much easier when I only had one at home because, you know, when they're babies and stuff, they slept all the time. So during meetings, it was, it was easy. Um, And then when my oldest got older and, you know, she really needed to have socializing skills and stuff like that, I looked into different like half day early learning centers. And that was hard. I had to really get over the mom guilt. So I'm like, I work from home. I should be able to just be Wonder Woman. But, you know, I had to come to terms with it's okay. She needs this. So I put her in like an early education three times a week. And so I schedule everything for that time that she's gone because it's easier to manage with one. And my, my youngest one now gets to the point where on meetings, she'll come and bang on my door and stuff. And it's, I always have to do these disclaimers before I have meetings. Like I have a kid at home, one, you know, so I always have to do those, but um, it's kind of one of those where Who's I schedule it when they're sleeping. her when you're on your meeting. Oh, well, no, <laughs> I have cameras around my house or my daughter, my husband's home, like my husband's home right now. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of piggyback on schedules, but it's that, or if it's more like a casual meeting, like I've had this client for a long time, my door's open and they get to kind of know her and everything, but it's one of those I've had to include in, in my disclaimers before me, like meetings. I do have a youngest at home. I'm sorry, you know, but. I mean, I had, a, I would pay a babysitter at sometimes to come and watch, you know, on a weekly basis and come and watch them during my meetings a couple of times a week. And it got to the point where it was just like, you know, I want my kids always come first and the business and stuff that I have now has grown into, I do it for my kids. And so it's kind of got to the point where my kids are a part of my life. They're a part of my business. And so if they happen to come in or they need me, I'm a mom first. And so right. that, that always is the disclaimer I have to give my clients or a potential client, you know, and it's, if it's something that that they can't understand, then that's something where we're not a good fit because mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick my client base or anything over my kids, you know? So mm-hmm. I, it's a, it's a juggle. I'm not going to say it's an easy thing. I just have picked what works for me, which is, my daughter going, you know, three times a week to an early education 
for half days and my youngest kind of hanging out with me. She likes movies and, you know, stuff like that. And then fitting things in between that window of time that I have or late at night. So. Wow. Doesn't sound easy. I know. No, it's not. The mom guilt is real. It is. Yeah. A real thing. I was always like, I'm never going to have the mom guilt. I just can do it all. I'm Wonder Woman. And I, when I, cause I didn't take any time off when I had my kids, like my first daughter, I was in labor for, I don't know, 12 hours or whatever. And my podcast was going on and I couldn't be on. So I was commenting, you know, cause it wasn't my first pregnancy was smooth sailing. It was easy as could be. And so I didn't take any time off. I work from home. So when I came home, I could do all the things that I needed to do and, and watch her. And when I had two, I did the same thing, but I wish I had taken time to adjust to having two because it is so much different, but you know, it's one of those things I've just adapted and I just continue to do that daily because my youngest is. So are you, um, holding back on really growing the company? I mean, you sound, you do sound busy. Like that's Um, a lot. No, I don't focus. Like I'm not actively pursuing to get new clients. If people reach out to me, I don't tell them no, but I'm not like campaigning or anything to get new people just because within the company, we do have a membership program for authors that is you know, Monday evenings and it's finding speakers for them and resources for them. And then that's Wednesday mornings. We like meet and get together and reevaluate Monday nights. And then I have, you know, the book box subscription, which is once a month. And so I don't actively bring on new people. They just, if they find me and we're a good. Oh, wait. Place. So um, let's talk about that a little bit. So you, what is the Monday, Wednesday program? So the Monday, Wednesday is a membership program for authors. And so that Sandy Lawrence started that it was a passion of hers. She had dreamt to do it and we made it happen. And it's helping independent small press authors kind of learn how they can market themselves. So we bring in different marketing experts, resources, summits that they can go to all these speakers to come in and educate them on different ways to do it, different resources that are out there. And that's every week. So every Monday night, there's a new speaker, a new training session, a series going on. And then we, Wednesday mornings, we kind of meet together and kind of break it down. Where can we help you? What else are you looking for? You know, what other speakers would you like? What are you wanting to learn? Um, And so that's like a weekly, a weekly thing. So What, what speakers have been in most demand or most beneficial to them? So it's really, you know, how to get reviews, right? So authors, that's the number one struggle of all authors is how do we get reviews, genuine reviews, you know, not paid reviews, just our readers leaving reviews. And so it's contacting different reviewing sites and bloggers and how do we go about getting you in contact with them and, you know, what genre are you looking for and things like that. So it, that takes up a lot of my time. But I can do that, you know, I can take my laptop and sit on my couch or, you know, do that while my girls are sleeping or they're watching a movie. And so I'm still there with them. I'm just splitting my time. So that takes up a, a lot of my time, which is another reason why I'm not actively growing. I'm just more kind of sustaining yeah. where I got. Cool. So what, what would you say, given your background is in both the PR side and now really the social media side and you've been able to merge that into a brand of your own what is the biggest difference in terms of serving a a press client versus a social media client 
So a press client is going to want speaking and they're going to want so many speakings a month. And so it's pitching them to different avenues and making sure that their social media is up to date. Whereas a social media client, they want you to handle their social media, you to tell them what needs to be posted and reach out to different groups and organizations and things like that online. So one is a whole lot of emails and creative ways of pitching people to fit. And the other one is doing everything for them social media wise. So which um, is generally more um, time intensive, a client would need a bigger budget for one of the sides of the house or is it equal? Um, well, so I tried to split it up. It used to be we're doing the pitching and the like press and PR was more expensive but we've kind of broken it down. Authors and everyone just in general is on a limited budget. And so what we do is we have different bundles that they can purchase when they need it for what they need. So you're not always gonna need a six month marketing plan if you don't have a book coming out, you're just gonna need the press kit, right? So then you can just purchase that. And then if you, whenever you have a book coming out you can revisit the book launch one or the six month marketing campaign. Um, That way it's easier on, your budget and just less time consuming because we're breaking it all down. So then it it makes it where it could all generally be relatively close in price. Is that on your website? What does a press kit include? What's the price? Yeah, so a press kit is gonna be, it's similar to like a media tour. So what we do is we would give you a press release. We would make sure that your one sheet's up to date and kind of pitch you to different online magazines, newspapers, podcasts, radio stations, all of those to kind of get a press tour started for you. But to make sure that if you decide to do it on your own and pitch yourself, you have the whole kit that you can send in an email and it's really straightforward and easy on your your part. Got it. So you basically, here's like a price to get your content done. And then here's a price for us to pitch it. It's a different package. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, what, how would someone evaluate if their current, you know, press and social team or vendors are doing a good job? So the best way to do it is if you're seeing growth on any of your social media platforms and it's not huge numbers, if you're not running an ad, it may not be, you know, 30,000 people a month. That would be fantastic. But as long as you're growing and you have engagement on your posts, that's the best way to tell if the social media is working or if you need to switch up your content. Um, in terms of like press and things like that, as long as you have two speaking a month, then you should be pretty good. That's kind of our standard is we can guarantee you two a month up to six a month. It just depends on the genre that you write in and what you're wanting to do. Like nonfiction authors and health is a lot easier to pitch than an urban fantasy about dragons and another universe, right? So. We guarantee at least two for all genres, but we can't give you a set number. So the bottom line, it should be at least two speaking a month. And so you really are niched into the author space. Does that mean that you really don't look at clients that don't are not authors? No. So Abundantly Social, before we merged, actually deals with a lot of small business to entrepreneurs. So I have like an ADHD coach. I've had a um, small fashion line of purses. I've done just independent real estate agents and, you know, a branch of like Keller Williams. So abundantly social before it was all small businesses, entrepreneurs, 
whatever you wanted to do to help you on social media. And then when we merged, we just incorporated authors. So our bundle pricing and stuff is for the authors, but you can do custom bundles. Like if you wanted social media and press for your business, then that's your own custom bundle. And so Mm -hmm. it's just something that we can take little snippets from each one that fit what you want and kind of build it. That's why like abundantly social, our, our tagline is, you know, we get to know you first and bring your personality out into your business because you are your business small business, if you work, whatever you started it and you have the passion. So we get to know you first. So that's, that's cool. why it's built around you. Seems like a really great, I mean, perspective, like you as like kind of the, the, the younger than like your, the, the original founder is kind of the older and like just taking it from those two perspectives. That sounds pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely interesting when she decided to, to leave it to me, you know, last January was my first, my first time doing it and the membership by myself. And and everything. And so when I hit them with, you know, all these changes, which was really just instead of doing a retainer where you have to commit for six months, because that's just a lot, you know, yeah. for anybody. And it's better to do the bundles and stuff. It was received really well, but it's also, you know, people get in habits of certain things. And so mm-hmm. they're like, well, I like my habit. And you're like, okay, but this is going to be, you know, like yeah. I'm all about saving you money. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it was interesting, but it was a different perspective. And, you know, even, Sandy had told me, she's like, I never thought to do that and break down the retainer price into bundles where it was easier. And so if people want to see your bundles, they go to which website? They go to abundantlysocial.com and then it'll be under author services. And it gives like a breakdown of different bundles that we include and and stuff like that. And then if they need more information, I'm an open book. So anywhere that you can find me and message me, I will message you back. I am just, I like to be an open book and not pigeonholed into emails because are you seeing a lot more authors coming out with COVID? Yes. So that was like a whole thing. It was different. It was difficult to sell books during COVID, you know, when everything was happening, but with writers and the amount of books coming out, I mean, I had so many people looking for publishers and um, everything I've had to had, I had two publishers reopen their submission window because they were just getting so many inquiries. And so it was something, it was cool to see because people were like, yeah, I just had a whole lot of time. So I just decided to write. And so I've had urban fantasy, dark fantasy books come out. And then a lot of like health and wellness, longevity books come out, which is really mm-hmm. two polar opposites, but yeah. it's cool to like read these stories and, and get people's passion behind it. Cause you ever, it, Sandy always told me everyone has a story in them. It's just if they choose to write it. I've never written a book. I'm more of an animated person. So I'd have to be an audio book or something. <laughs> um, but or you just get like a ghostwriter, right? Right. I should, because grammar is just not my forte. Like I use Grammarly and even yeah. then I don't like, I have to double check. I'm like, I don't know if the comma is supposed to be there. So it's not my forte, but I've never seen it really come to light like it did during COVID. You know what she had said. I've always just been like, yeah, everyone can write a book. But it really was everyone had a story in them that they wanted to get out. Fiction, nonfiction. Yeah, no, I've noticed on even on our podcast, a lot of author mom authors, and it's been really yeah. fun to know them. So I just thought I'd ask you, I saw your daughter's names are Sky and Meadow. <laughs> yes. Totally cute. Did you always know you were gonna do like that type of style naming? Because you no. have a name, obviously. No. So I, when I was doing my gender reveal for my first daughter, I had Oliver and Meadow and I just, 
the whole principle behind my kids' names is I wanted them to go to school and no one else have the same name as them. I was like, that was really important to me because I didn't want the teacher to like call out, you know, like Ashley or Amber and there was another one in the class and they had to differentiate. And I was like, you know, and I've, I've always just been really eccentric and vibrant in my family. And it, it was fitting for my kids' names to be the same way. So it just Uh was like, when I saw the name Meadow, I was just like, okay, that is definitely my kid. And then it was, I had thought I had bounced around between like Meadow and Sophie or Meadow and Sky. And I was like, that's nah, Sky. Sky's totally Cute. like, yeah, no, I love it. Sure. Yeah. I definitely know one girl named Sky, but I don't know that I know any Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was, uh, and she lives up to it. I mean, her personality is just the most like beautiful, vibrant, and calm. Mm-hmm. And then, my youngest, her name's Sky. It really fits because you never know what weather you're going to get with the sky <laughs> and it totally fits her. That's so, so cute. They sound super it. cute. Awesome. Yeah. Well, any final, what's your best tip for either uh, a mom trying to juggle it or someone trying to really start to build their media presence? So or one of I would say like a mom juggling, you know, working and watching your kids, it's okay to get help or to put them in you know, like an early education or a daycare half a day, even though you work at home, like I get the most done. And then when she's home, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Um, And then, you know, for social media and stuff, just being consistent is the number one thing I tell everybody. You can't go on every day for a week and then not go on for another month. You have to be consistent. That's how you build your following and people kind of expect when to hear from you. And so being consistent on there is the greatest way to have success. Amazing. Awesome, Amy. All right. So abundantly social and uh, it was a great talk. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. For more, please visit www.momsofmaternity.com.